refer to our lifestyles. So he, he was saying that it's impossible to have new wine into all wine skins. It's impossible to have uh, the grace of Jesus Christ into an old lifestyle. You cannot have both. If you, if you want to enjoy the grace of Jesus Christ, you need to renew your life. With three examples of what is not living in grace. So by knowing what is not living in grace, we will be pointed out in the right direction to see what is living in grace. Yeah? It's clear so far? It's a good speed? Good. <laughs> okay, the first example of what is not living, in, living by grace. Living by grace is not just coming to church uh, from time to time, read the Bible, gathering a couple of meetings in, the, in, the, in weeks in our family groups, cell groups, uh, read the Bible and just pray. That's not living in For me, that's, that's not living by grace. Yeah? A series of religious activities that I'm involved in, that's not living in grace. That's not living by grace. That's the first example. The first example, of, the second example of what is not living by grace is since I have been saved by grace of Jesus Christ, He has done everything for me, all I have to do is chill and relax. He has done everything, I don't have to do anything, just relax. These are the people that have changed the, uh, the message of the cross with a bunch of pillows and cushions. And they, they sit comfortably in church. Yeah? <laughs> and they are like, like the disciples in Acts 1.10 when the, when the Lord was taken into heaven. Do you remember that part? And they were these disciples gazing, gazing into heaven, looking for the Lord. Ah, there it is. I can still see them. Yeah, yeah, he's going there. Yeah. And suddenly, uh, uh, two angels appear and say, what, what are you doing? Why are you still gazing on heaven? He will come back soon, but we have a kingdom. We have things to do for the kingdom. Yeah? And this is the people that we have in church, because they are, just, they are very spiritual. They know their Bibles. They read the Bible, they know even, even verses by heart just to answer you. So they are the people that just keep gazing on heaven, yeah? And the brother comes to them and says, Brother, we need help. We need, we, need, we need to serve the church. We need to show mercy. You need to show compassion, yeah? We need, we need to help in Messy Church. <laughs> we need to serve some coffees. We need to move some chairs, and he, say, and he answers back, don't bother me. Don't you see that I'm just gazing at heaven to the Lord? And they answer back with verses. They will answer back to you and say, Martha, Martha, you are worried for so many things, but I have chosen the best part, gazing the Lord. Very spiritual, huh? So spiritual, they don't want to do anything. They are just a spirit. <laughs> okay. And the... A third example of what is not living by grace is those, those people that believe that living by grace is a passport to do evil. Yeah, the, the grace of, of the Lord is so big. I will cover all my sins. So I'm sorted. I can live my, my, my life the way I like it. I can sin. I, can, I don't need to get any closer to the Lord because He has done everything for me. 
Yeah? These are, <laughs> this is like living as the hidden. It's like the person who, uh, who is uh, being healthy wanted to be sick in order to enjoy the healing. That's, that's stupid. No one wants to be sick. We, we want all to be healthy all the time, isn't it? So these are the people that don't teach their kids boundaries. Yeah, they don't teach them what is right and wrong. Yeah, these are the parents who let the television, the internet, the media teach their kids what is right and wrong. Yeah, and what, what the TV shows. Yeah, the TV shows promoting morality, promiscuity, divorce. Yeah, the TV and the media glamorize sin and sinful lifestyles. Yeah, they show celebrities as the, as the role models. And, and sometimes when you see the lives of these people, there is nothing to celebrate in their lives. But that's what the media shows. That's what the society right now is preaching. Yeah? The, uh, this, uh, this third kind is the, is, is the kind, as I say, they just abandon their kids, their own lives, they just they don't come to the Bible, they just leave the media, do their job, they just leave the society, teach them. Say for instance, the media, or even the society right now, today, with the pretense of teaching our kids, they steal our children with their real identity. What we say here, we say in church that we are children of God, while they teach their outside with the pretense of teaching science. You are not special. You are just a highly evolved monkey who, te- who told you that you are the son of God. So they fulfill their le- they, they, they job. They fulfill their job. They steal the, our real identity. So, since we are just highly evolved monkeys, the most important thing in life is to look, to appear, yeah? To pretend to be someone that we are not, yeah? But that is, uh, that is not living by grace. I, uh, so, if none of these three, three things are living by grace, so what is living by grace? I love Jesus, the way that he brings people to the end of themselves, to show them that it is impossible to attain the, the, the standards, the God standard, uh, through their own uh, works. If you remember in the, in the Sermon of the Mount, when he was addressing the multitudes in Matthew 5, 20, he said, Unless your righteousness exceeds the righteousness of the scribes of Pharisees, you will by no means enter the kingdom of heaven. Do you know? Do you remember? Do you know who were the scribes and Pharisees? The scribes and the Pharisees were professionals in fulfilling the law of Moses. They didn't know. They didn't just study the law. But they were professionals of trying to fulfill everything on the scriptures. And even them, they fall. And they, they couldn't reach God's standard. 
So I think God is doing this, the same with us today. Jesus is bringing us to the end of ourselves to, to think, are we, are we really living under grace? Are we, living, are we really living by grace? So I think this is what we have to do. We need to go to the Bible to learn. We need to go to the pages of the Bible to learn what are God's standards. We need to go back to this book to acknowledge our sins and our sinful nature. When we come to the pages of the Bible, it's like we are setting ourselves in front of a mirror and we will have a clear image of what we are, what we really are. And we will recognize our impossibility to be perfect by our own efforts. But this is the most important thing that I want to convey today. And with this I I want to uh, draw a conclusion. We need to go back to the pages of the Bible to appreciate the value, the real value of the gift of grace through Jesus Christ. When we find Jesus through the pages of the Bible, we will receive the unattainable righteousness of God. The things that we couldn't uh, reach by ourselves, we will reach them through Jesus, the righteousness of God. When we come back to the pages of the Bible, when we go back to them, we will enjoy the privilege of being a son and daughter of God, something that it was impossible without Jesus. He is the only one who called himself Son of God. It was a blasphemy for the scribes and the Pharisees. Because no one dared to do that. But through him, through him, now we are sharing that privilege to be sons and daughters of the Most High God. And when we find Jesus through the pages of the Bible, we will be empowered by his love to do his will. Do you remember Peter? Peter, when we was as long as he kept his eyes on the Lord, he was able to do the impossible, walking over the waters, walking over the sea. It was impossible, but he did it, not because he was prepared and he did a lot of theology courses or because he, uh, he was reading a lot of the Bible. No, because he kept his eyes on Jesus. As long as he kept his eyes on Jesus, he was empowered to do the impossible. So, we, the same with us. We need, every, every time we open this book, every time we come to here, every time we have something, any activity related to the church, we need, we need to look for the face of Jesus. Because as long as we keep our eyes set on Jesus, we will be empowered to do His will. We will be empowered to do the supernatural. As 2 Corinthians 3.18 says, By beholding His glory, like in a mirror, we will be transformed into His image. You see, it's not by doing. It's just by looking at Him, trusting in Him, in His word of salvation. When we do, when we do that, when we keep our eyes set on Jesus, we are transformed into Himself. So, the next time... Someone asks you, how are you? So you should answer, as he is. <laughs> because this is what the Bible says. As he is, so are we on earth. 
As long as we keep our eyes set on Jesus, as He is, so are we on earth.